Welcome to a special edition New Ugly Podcast episode. We are still covering the songwriting contest Nur Ein, and this is Nur Ein 13 Round 4. Uh, last round was round three. The title was um, We Should, and the challenge was Have a Guest Play a Household Item. Um, I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Who was cut last week, Ben? Hey, Mike. Uh, last week, we had uh, two eliminations from scores, uh, Looky Lou and Third Cat. Uh, both uh, were sort of the bottom two. Um, and as a reminder, last week, Bafo Yucks Dudes and DJ Ranger Den did not submit an entry. So we are down four for this week. Yep. So we now have 12 bands, and there will be four eliminations this round. Hopefully, we'll have those results in soon. There was a bit of a mix-up with Inflatable Veggies' song. You know, as you do, because sometimes our very expensive and well-money-making contests sometimes make mistakes. You know, guys? Sometimes it just happens in this billion-dollar industry. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, we, we... We hire the best, but they can only do the best. Anyway, um, this round, the title was Never Knew the Guy, and the challenge was a biography. Ben, what would you have written about? Uh, so I, because uh, you asked me so, something to write about, and I would definitely, oh, I was going to pick um, Kim Kardashian, because uh, she never knew Kanye West, who came out for Trump. I figured that would be really funny, and then we'd just do a biography of Kim Kardashian, so lots of big butts. Um, probably a lot of clapping, um, you know, like butt clapping, some champagne jokes, you know, very classy, uh, very classy. Oh, that's, that's pretty fun. Pretty fun idea. Yeah. So you would have had a party rap song basically. Oh my God. Yes. If I could have done, um, oh, who are those guys who did, uh, the party rock song, uh, red and somebody, I honestly can't remember what they call themselves. Wait, are that's, you talking about a mean. band that was in this contest? Party Rock! No, no, not oh. at all. They're, they're like a famous Then band. we don't care, because other bands don't exist. <laughs> oh, um, then I would have written something. I would have taken uh, Matchy Match and Maris and threw them together to make a Party Rock robot techno dance song that is in your face and made it about Kim Kardashian. That's what I would have done. Okay. Boom. Okay. Mic drop. Matchy, this is your challenge. Mic drop. Go write a song about Kim Kardashian. There you go. With the next song, next round, which we'll get to. In your face. Um, so Mar- Marison was the winner last round, and this was the last round to possibly get immunity. So they ha- were immune again. They maximized their immunity, basically, this I contest. Mm-hmm. Just like last year, I remember. And they actually, uh, you know, they haven't been submitting those immune songs, which is kind of traditional, but whatever. You know, you take your immunity and you do what you got to do. Sometimes right. you, you just got to do stuff. I'd rather you put out good material than, than uh, just do it for the sake of doing it. All right, so we never knew the guy. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of interesting songs. Let's just uh, kick it off. Just dive right in. Kick it All off. Right, so we're... we've got Carlo Bruno Jr. first.
All right. So what do you think of that, Ben? All right. So I actually don't have a lot to say about this one. Um, it's another good song by Carlo Bruno Jr. Um, but I kind of feel like it's a lot of the same things we've been hearing from him for a while. I don't I I didn't know who the biography was about. Um, just a sort of like middle of the pack entry for me. I kind of assume yeah. that the biography is about him for some reason. Uh, seem to indicate that on the forums. Oh, by the way, for anybody who wants to check out all the action, all the songs, you can go to the forums at songfight.net or you can go check out the songs at neurine.songlander.com. Yep, and we'll have links for both of that in the show notes. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that Carlos sort of brings a new style every week. I feel like this is a new genre. Um, I don't feel like anything particularly stands out as interesting in it. Um, to me, it kind of felt like a safe space for him. He was a little less daring than uh, the previous entries. And that's that, yeah. that's that's a good place to be when you uh, when when you get down to a smaller pack, you'll have to start treading harder. But I think he'll make it to the next round. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not a bad song. Um, definitely not, you know, like exactly what you said. Can't say it better. So um, I I did like some of the harmonies that he was doing there, but some of them were just like they started out on key and then they started really they they went really flat and it sounded just like yelling. It was, I don't know, wasn't my cup of tea there, but it was pretty solid entry overall. Next, we've got Cave Dwellers, Never Knew the Guy. that one ben uh so this one i am 
uh, I thought the the introduction was really solid. I like that opening bit. Um, the change into the verse is a little interesting. I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about it. Um, and there's also later there's like a, a bass synth type thing in the chorus uh, that I'm also not really sure how I feel about it. There's a lot of that. This song is a lot of I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Um, yeah, we're sort of getting back to the whole cave dwellers making a, a stew with a lot of interesting ingredients analogy, aren't we? Uh, yeah, something like that. I think that's the genre they were going for here. Um, you know, the it's uh, the time signers time sig is uh, seven eighths, um, or combo for three at some parts if you want to call it a combo. I don't know. People call it different things. You could call it fourteen sixteenth if we. If you want, maybe I don't know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Point is, um, it's, I, it's 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 a non-standard time signature, so it's got a weird rhythm to it that kind of jolts you back into the song. And I do like it when people experiment with that type of thing. Yeah, and I do like appreciate. Uh, there's a lot of high notes in this uh, for the vocal track that he definitely it goes for them. I think he hits most of them. Uh, I I appreciate the effort there. Um, overall, I, I think I caught that the biography is, is about Bowie, like David Bowie. Um, and I feel like he's trying to write a song that's David Bowie-esque and he kind of got there. I mean, Bowie's a really hard person to mimic, but yeah, I I, I feel it. I didn't get David Bowie out of it at all. Kind of reminded me of a Guitar Hero song or, or like a Garage Band song. I don't remember which. I think it's Guitar Hero too. Um, especially with that, that key change up at the beginning. What? I mean, there's just a lot of songs on all of those. <sighs> it could be. We're not talking about the downloadable songs, anyway. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a, another solid entry. I don't. I actually like their shadow entry a little bit more um, in terms of song stuff, but I think there's nothing yeah. particularly wrong with it. I just don't love it. Yeah, that's fair. So another again, another it's it's a solid song. Um, bit more interesting anyway moving on then yeah shall we handle you yeah let's grumpy mike let's do it
right, that is a grumpy mic there. Um, so yeah, I I really love what I can only describe as like that that Japanese uh, guitar thing, uh, whatever you call that instrument. I actually love that. It's like the thing that really stands out for me. I I don't know. I really I screwed up with the mix because it's missing from the second verse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice. I make uh, I, so I, I mixed this. I uh, sent it in because uh, I had to go to Chicago this weekend. So um, you know. Yeah. Um, I also appreciate the daylight savings time rant, which I tried to go through our back catalog of new ugly episodes, and I couldn't find the exact episode where we talked about time zones. But I know it's in one of them. I know it is. I think it's in Rant Day. Um, it's probably in a lot of Rant Days. It's probably in that. Uh, so I appreciate that. I, I did find though the so the chorus there's that that tempo change up. You have the verses at at sort of one speed, and then the verse feels like it's at half speed. Um, and the or I'm sorry, I did that backwards. The verses are at full speed, and the the chorus is at half speed. And when you get to the chorus, it's definitely a little angrier. I can tell, I can feel the anger coming out of you. Um, I think it mostly works. It feels like you took the note I had for Vom uh, last week about his uh, time change, tempo change. Um, and try to do the same type of thing. I liked it a little more. Um, the vocal track in the chorus that was a little harder to hear because you add that uh, sort of like bassy synthy thing. Um, yeah. In the chorus. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I'm not gonna say it's my best song. I I experimented with a lot of things I wanted to experiment with, and overall, I'm pretty happy with the result. But it's not. If if this were an actual, if I wanted to feel proud about this song, I'd probably have to rewrite all the lyrics. I would have to come up with some structure after the second chorus, and uh, I would mix it better. But you know, um, I kind of feel like it's my get out of Johnny Cash point uh, free card because he can't call this a '90s song and. I seem to recall he liked one of my dubstep songs previously, or dubstep EDM-ish songs. So hopefully, you know, I get to the next round, um, even though I don't feel like it's a complete song. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Not bad, though. Should we move on, then, to uh, Inflatable Veggies? Yep. Time 
Inflatable veggies. Um, uh, definitely a song about Jesus, for sure. Really? Um, I'm, yeah, that's definitely a, a Jesus oh, wow. thing. And if it's not a Jesus thing, then I don't know. Anything. I didn't pick that up, but that makes at least two Jesus songs. Yes, there are at least and two. Maybe songs. three. I think just two, unless so, you count Superman as Jesus, which you might. It's um, been a very religious oh. uh, Nurein. <laughs> yeah. Um, otherwise, I feel like this is, uh, again, we're sort of in this uh, fairly familiar territory. This feels like a, a pretty standard uh, veggie song for us. Um, you know, uh, the vocal track has always felt a little muted to me of everything he's ever done, which I know people don't agree with me on that, so that's fine. Um, you got that little synthy bit on the bottom, uh, sort of underneath it all. I don't know, just another solid but feels fairly standard type thing. Yeah, I fe- unfortunately, our criticisms are going to sound pretty much the same for this whole round, because I think we're all suffering of the same. It's definitely the extreme the slump. Yeah, right n- extreme tiredness, extreme disappointment that these titles and challenges aren't inspiring. Yeah, I think this one's one of the which, one of the harder. Which, ones. by the way, I do uh, I do have to thank Aaron for giving me an idea to rant about somebody I hate in mind. Anyway, oh nice. <laughs> <clears throat> that's uh, that helped me get the energy level up, which I think inflatable veggies kind of missing he usually brings a lot of pizzazz and energy to his songs and this one it uh it's just a little it's a little less it's a little less um and that that uh verse melody kind of feels like kind it it kind of feels like it's not really going anywhere whereas normally he's got pretty catchy stuff up front and uh the chorus is almost anti-pop in that it ends on an unresolved note, and that drives me nuts. It drives me nuts, and I can maybe appreciate it, uh, but I, it didn't didn't really all flow together in a way that I could appreciate it. But I realize that's kind of a, a personal preference there. Um, and I, uh, the only other interesting bit is the the bridge has a bit of a I wrote down a robo bridge that a question mark because <laughs> that's it just feels. It has that like muted vocal track on it, and it has that, that like re- reverb on it. Just an interesting bridge. Again, not really sure how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah, I I like the synth stuff he does throughout the track. I think it's tasteful and interesting. But as a song, it little. I think we're all just a little uninspired this round. Uh, all right, moving on to uh, Lucky Witch and the Righteous Ghost. Crazy people keep running. 
that is Lucky Witch and the Righteous Ghost singing about his dad who was not there. Uh, it's a pretty brave topic to bring up, I think. Woo. Yeah, putting himself out there. I- if sure. it's a, a true story, it might not be. It's true. That's a good Actually, point. that brings up my first criticism, is that it's supposed to be a biography. And it felt more like a complaint fest. There are lots of people who sort of took the biography and, and sort of went with it for random places. Overall, I feel like, again, we're kind of in the same same type of mode. Uh, oh, this song feels a little bit more muted than general. I, I always find Lucky Witch to be... The songs feel a little muted in, in, in volume uh, and tone. This one feels a little bit more. Uh, the male vocals are especially hard for me to hear. Uh, every time I listen to it, I have to turn it up a bit. Wow, this one made you angry, huh? Not, not necessarily <laughs> angry. Um, and it, it definitely doesn't help that half the time, most of the time when I listen to these songs, it's on the New York subway. So it's almost impossible to hear anything. Yeah. Um, he lives in New, I, New York. So, oh, cool. You know, then I'm Maybe he could sing it for you in it. person. <laughs> Maybe. Or could get mad at me in person. He's just fine. Um, I do like the that the key, or the key, the bridge is in this minor key. It feels kind of like dark and creepy, which definitely fits the rest of the tone of the song. For sure. I just really wish the, the male vocal was like sort of punched up a little bit wow. more. I, a little more up front. I think, um, I think I share nothing in common with what, everything you've said. Oh, okay. I, uh, I feel like this is one of their better entries. Maybe, maybe their best entry this season. I'm not thrilled that the vocals start off flat or sharp, depending which world you want to live in. Uh, they start off, uh, you know, def- definitely off key, and um, eventually there is there is the part where the off keyness is charming. It's just not in the first two sentences. Like I really kind of like the wailing you, which doesn't have to be off key, but I think it it actually adds like a little bit of it adds grunge to it. And then the fact that they come into the sort of, uh, you know, harmony chorus, it really ties it together nicely. My biggest complaint is actually that the song just kind of chugs along. And then I think it changes into another song in the middle, which I guess is what they like doing. And uh, maybe you just need to get get tighter at writing the end of the song. Um I mean, yeah, it's a, it's one of the longer entries this week. Um, it's thankfully no eight minute song, but I don't know. I don't think I have that. I have that that comment for another song, not this one though, actually. All right, that's that's fair. But I I think uh, I think the vocal performances overall were really good. Like for a garage grunt, like this actually reminded me of one of those old demos off of a, uh, you know, Nirvana with the lights out box set. You know, one of the old things that. Kurt Cobain recorded on a cassette or that my band recorded on a cassette several years ago you know just like a good atmosphere of a garage band that's uh, doing some sort of grunge post grunge type of thing so I I actually think it's one of the more inspired entries uh, this week in my opinion well, okay then alright moving on let's do mandibles next once again they filed in Tears welled in their eyes Once again we sing the hymns And bid the dead goodbye 
once again I say the prayers And all they signify once again I'm well aware I never knew the guy The stories all start in the very same way In a nondescript town on a nondescript day With the person we all came to share Everyone speaks of the way that he lived, all the places he went, and the things that he did, and it's almost like we all were there. Once again they file in, tears well in their eyes, once again we sing the hymns, and bid the dead goodbye. Once again I say the prayers And all they signify Once again I'm well aware I never knew the guy That nondescript boy went to nondescript school And he wasn't a genius but he wasn't a fool And finally he got out of town his nondescript dream was to change the world But he gave it all up for a nondescript girl Who ended up just letting him down Alright, and that is Mandibles there. Uh, I'm pretty sure, maybe I'm just now figuring this out, but I think everything they've done has been acoustic this whole contest? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm, I just figured it out now. Okay, for some reason today it struck me. Um... It's going to be one of those rounds, folks. I'm going to have a lot of dumb revelations today. Overall, it's it's fairly nice. Um, the I know he, he's doing a sort of like two-part, three-part harmony, or I think mostly just two-part harmonies uh, all throughout. And this is definitely me being picky, but there are a number of places where the uh, consonants don't line up perfectly, usually at the end, um, especially like on S's. And every time they're off, I like really pick up on it, and it just like irks the shit out of me. It's one of those things I... that every musical instructor ever has harped on me for so it's like my god i my head. if i didn't hear it it doesn't exist i'm sorry ben <laughs> i don't believe you that's where it's there um which is fine i mean it happens but it's like it's like super irritating to me um i also feel like i'm, I'm angry in, at you <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell is wrong with you okay so sure uh this is what it is i the other sort of this is a song I feel like is definitely trudging along. So about halfway through, I feel like oh, we could have we could have cut it and ended. Um, I do like how it ends, but I definitely feel like it, it's definitely longer than it needs to be. Yeah, I I can agree on that point. I think everything is done exceptionally well. I like the lyrics. I think they're really good at writing lyrics. They're really good at singing, and uh, I don't even have a problem with the acoustic stuff. I do think that maybe some more instruments could come in a little bit sooner. I some eventually come in and you know it builds up and all that. But you're right. Uh for for a short listening like this, I think it could build up a lot quicker. That's not to say that it's wrong. It's just to say that when people have to listen to this many songs, uh don't wait to build up, I guess. You know. Um, 
This also for here, here's another dumb image for you. Uh, for whatever reason, this definitely makes me think of like an emo Wes Anderson, uh, scene, in a Wes Anderson movie. Like, I don't know why. Like what movie? I don't know. Any pick it. I mean, all Wes Anderson. I don't movies know are the same. a single one. Um. Oh. Wow. Um. I program computers for a living, Ben. I don't know okay. those things. My wife's the one that watches them all. I just know a Wes Anderson movie when I see it. Uh, the last one was the one with uh, Sam Neill, and they were in New Zealand. Um, anyway, he does uh, a lot of weird things. Lord of the Rings? I, uh, no, not that. <laughs> um, I can't describe it very well. There's an Honest Trailer, um, that YouTube series. They did, they did every Wes Anderson. All right, I'm so on. disinterested in this right now. Just <laughs> use right, another fine. analogy. Moving on. I have no other analogy. Okay. Just that. I just have one last thing to say. Mandibles. You are so good at writing such nice songs. I fear for your safety because the judges will come for you. They are jealous. They are jealous that you can sing on key. They are jealous that you can play on beat. They are super jealous, and they will destroy you. I'm sorry. That's my greatest fear right now. All right. And with that, (laughs) warning. (laughs) Because I have nothing else to add. Uh, Moving on then to Matchy Matchy. Yeah. Warning for Spain in the 80 years war their munitions set his sights on the house of lords a desperate disease requires a dangerous remedy curse or celebrate the man who tried to take a righteous stand guy fucks yeah this guy fucks in effigy he's burned dancer day I learned that he's the reason The gunpowder plot, but it's him. We remember cause he got caught. Every November 5, we rejoice or else we vilify this folk hero, this bad man who tried to take a righteous stand. Guy Fox, yeah, this guy Fox. In effigy, he's burned dancer. Is matchy matchy with of course guy fox like of course this is what matchy matchy song is this round like screams the matchy matchy aesthetic screams it i seriously thought about doing this i am glad you didn't because that would have been I, stealing i asked my wife and she said no that's a stupid idea <laughs> <laughs> uh. but i thought it was a good idea so whatever I mean, lady I think it's a, a decent choice. It just like for whatever reason, as soon as that started, 
like it's it's again a very like safe matchy matchy song melody all that good stuff but the subject i was just like of course of course this is who matchy match picks of course yeah matchy match i uh i think i think he did it much better than i would ever do it personally um and also the chorus where you can't tell what whether he's saying guy fox or this guy fucks no oh. <laughs> i don't know if you picked up, up on that. that i did not but i just like know you know who that is you, so. you, you know the phrase this guy fucks uh now i do whoa I guess. it's an internet meme people oh i don't know anything i program computers for a living i don't at least i think it's an internet meme i don't know what's a meme and what's like real life anymore Eh. it's the meme tricks it's all the same it's all the same um i will say though one of the things that i did sort of pick up there's a lot of times uh in this song where the vocal line sort of warbles a little bit like has a lot of intentional vibrato and i actually kind of hate it um it just like feels really out of place with everything else. This is not a vibrato song. This isn't a warbly song. And I feel like every note that isn't just a solid note just takes away from it. You're really vocally picky today. I can. I'm a little tired today, so I'm gonna be a little bitchy. Is the reality? I uh, I don't know. I mean, I I definitely sense uh, I hate saying this. I definitely sense a similar template as the other matchy matchy songs. I do happen to like the way this one is executed a lot better than some of them. Uh, the the solo in particular was pretty fun, um, and I think the the subject material uh, and lyrics were particularly well done. So I'm gonna call it good. All right, then let's move on to Nick M. Soma.
All right, and that is Nick M. Soma with a very dark tale of Kevin Brown, whoever that might be. What? I did not look him up. Oh. Oh, yeah. It, no, it gets, it, it's a very sad and then violent tale of a guy who's a murderer, if I okay. got all those lyrics right. I He posted on the boards that he did a different thing for each verse or something. I mean, it tells a story. This is a very much, a, it goes from start to finish and tells the whole life story. Um, but it starts, it starts sad and then it gets to like, oh, that's bad. And then it's like, oh, oh, that's, that's real bad. And then, oh, he's, he's dead. Um, oh, cheery. Yeah. Very cheery. <laughs> um, all right. It's, this is definitely, it's definitely one of the songs that I had to listen to a number of times. Uh, cause the first couple of times I was like, eh, you know, it's, it's just a Nick, Nick Soma song. And then I finally like caught the lyrics and like really listened to him. And I was like, oh, this song has like a lot of weight behind it for sure. Okay. Is that all you have to say about it. I have one vocal thing to say about it, but I'll let you do your thing. Oh, I want to hear your vocal thing okay, first. So so I wrote this down, and I think it, it happens more later in the song, and I don't know if I can really explain this very well. Um, so forgive I bet me, I this can. It's crazy. Uh, a lot of the, the longer notes and the words on them, it sounds like he's chewing the ends of the words. Okay, that like, was not my comment. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I, I don't know if, I honestly don't know. It's just one of those like, like ah, uh, I should probably one of these days maybe I'll get better and just start sampling things as we go along. But the a lot of the long words, it just and the long notes, it just feels like he's sort of like chewing the end. It's like uh, it's not he's not biting them off. He's not like clipping them, but it's like trying to like just mash them up and it gets messy. And I don't know if I can explain that. I can't explain it better than that. Okay, I did not notice that, but that's not surprising since I don't really listen to lyrics that closely. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what my main criticism is here? Uh, the drums. That's my second criticism. <laughs> What's oh, my hey, first criticism? <laughs> uh, well, if it's not the lyrics and it's not the drums, it must be the guitar? Pretty close. Pretty close. Okay. Um, I, I think this is a very fun, like, uh, I don't know, 80s dark pop hit. It's got great components to it. I like the callback at the chorus where he's like singing over himself. From, from pop technicals, he gets an A+. What really drives me loony, and this is where I get nit- nitpicky, in the first 10 seconds, I can already sense that the guitar strumming is offbeat from the drums, and uh, a lot of the vocals are also delivered slightly offbeat from the drums, and I can, like, immediately in my head, I just imagine a drum machine and and a guy with a guitar and a, a four-track recorder. You know? Like, the drums are always on beat, but everything else is not always on beat. Kind of bugs me. Not really not really a song criticism, but it's, uh, you know, since we're being super nitpicky, that's, that's, uh, that's what I notice immediately. And then when it comes to the level of the drums, it exacerbates the problem. It exacerbates that image in my head of a guy strumming along with his drum machine because the drum samples themselves, uh, they feel very, like if they they sound very drum machine-ish and because I want to say it's the the crash in particular that keeps coming coming, uh, back, Um, the crash, it just, it sounds like a sample in my right ear or left ear, whichever way I'm wearing my headphones, I don't know. 
kind of exacerbates the whole like uh, disjointedness with the drum machine. That's all. Okay. Yeah, I definitely didn't notice any of that at all. Um, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> all right, let's move on then. Uh, let's take uh, Al Chemist. Three, two, one, go. Chemist, aka Sing about Peter Caravan Ray, aka Titan Docks. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I forget everyone's names that aren't very clearly in front of my face. Yeah. So actually, I had a whole bunch of notes about how I couldn't hear anything, and all of them are actually not true. It's just the New York subway. I need a better <laughs> listening environment. Is what I need. <laughs> you gotta move. <laughs> uh, I do. Um, I do appreciate the slight twist on the title. Pretty much everyone else, this whole, uh, this whole sound or this whole round, has done a. We actually didn't know this person. Like we actually straight up didn't know this person. And here's the only song that's like, yeah, I know this guy. Oh crap, I don't know this guy. Oh, I know this guy again. And like actually took this whole because I mean the, the, the it's the Bible story of you know Peter from Peter who was Simon comes meets up with Jesus, hangs out, is cool, and then is like, oh don't kill me, I don't know that dude, and then. Later is like, I'm sorry, I'm a little bitch. Like that's the whole thing. Yeah, I really liked how the lyrics inter interplayed with the music and the song in general. Um, mm -hmm. you know, he said he never knew the guy three times, which is part of the story. I think the lyrics are very cleverly crafted and I laughed a few times at some of the references to Jesus being a rock hard man and, and all these other crazy things. I think it's a, uh, you know, it's Caravan Ray in his safe space with exceptionally well-written lyrics. That said, uh, you know, delivery-wise, the lyrics felt a little held back at points. 
you know, maybe he was reading them for the first time or whatever. But overall, I really like the song and the message of the song and the take on the title. Yeah, overall, pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for your input, Ben. Yeah, I'm so good. I will say, actually, the song, I feel like, is another one of the songs that I think Jorgon just a little bit too much, uh, especially as we get near the end. It feels like we added a little bit of instrumental that we didn't necessarily need. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like we could have shaved, like, 20 seconds off the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to write a song that incorporates the, the title and, uh, oh, yeah. and and not end up writing way too much stuff. Oh, I think there's just, I actually think there's just a little too much instrumental pieces. I think we could have cut them a little bit. Um, I, I like his bass playing, though, so I don't know. You know, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it, it didn't necessarily need to be there. I agree. I agree. Like, some of the verses felt a little samesies or whatever, yeah. but I don't know. I think it's yeah. toward the top of the pack for sure. All righty. Let's uh, move on then to our last two contestants. Uh, let's do Rob from Amersfruit. that song about all right rob from amos who i it's either about one of his friends who was a dick to him or about donald trump the president of the united states i'm not really, really? sure i for some reason there was a couple of lyrics in there and i was like maybe that's Trump. i think you just had I, trump derangement syndrome i honestly don't know why you live in new york so it's just it comes with the territory i guess i don't know i really don't know why i think that i just have it written down with a question mark and i'm like that doesn't make any sense anyway uh so my only real sort of criticism of rob here and and this is not i think this has probably been present pretty much every single round but here it feels really pronounced or or i'm being really picky this week um 
all the hard consonants, like the C's oh and the God, K's and the really? T's, are like really? super hard. They're like they're really hard. Uh, this this song and like they like they really pick up in my like I'm really hearing them. And I think it's also there's a lot of them that are like slightly off because I think he has a backing vocal track, and so you get like two like K sounds that are like just the slightest bit that are off, and you get like it, it just I don't know. It, I'm really picking up on them this week, and it's it's really getting me. You are such a weirdo. Anyway, um, I really like the chorus. I'm going to say that up front. Uh, the little added synth and the harmonies. It's nice. Nice stuff. I like the song as a solo package. But here's the problem, is that I think about every song Rob has done, and I feel like they all have the same exact pattern. And so in... In the scope of a competition, I can't rank it as high as I would rank it just looking at it as its own work. Because you have to look at the the artist as a whole this year. How have they grown? What have they done? What have they changed up? And I don't feel like Rob has really changed up anything. I think he's got a very standard pattern to all of his songs that we can just basically predict and... It'll be different lyrics and maybe a little bit of a different melody, but it's kind of samesies. And it's a good song underneath. It's a good song pattern. I don't have a problem with it. It's it's just I, I, I'm I waiting for something different. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, I, and that's not unique to Rob either. I think a, a lot of our artists are in that same. Like I said, it's the slump. I mean, people are doing the same thing because they need to get through. Yeah. And we're pushing through, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there. All right, so final contestant of the evening here is Vom Vorten. The legends say he was born in a far-off land Made to leave by forces he could not understand he was raised by a kind couple in a small town Taught him to fit in by toning his powers down Before long he could not resist the call To solve the world's problems, be they huge or small I've been tasked with writing his biography I don't know why it was they came to me And said, we've heard you've seen his laser eyes No one ever knew the guy Did you ever see him fly? No one ever knew the guy Saving the world, he got in a tangle A particularly complex love triangle When things got too much, he found it true To take a break in his fortress of solitude And now he hasn't been seen in a while The paper said maybe he died I guess that's why you're asking, but I don't think I'm qualified. All right, 
and that is Von Vorten. Uh, here's my other dumb revelation of the evening. Oh, great. Um, literally three hours ago, the last time I listened to the song, it finally dawned on me. Like, I knew the whole song was about Superman. Like, that's obvious and easy. But it finally dawned on me that it's also, like, the art- the guy who sings back, no, I never knew the guy. It's Clark Kent. Like, for whatever reason, it didn't, like, I didn't realize it. And mm. it's, it's not even, like, a hidden message. It's very upfront. Like, I wear glasses. It's not me. But, like, only finally dawned on me because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want me to say of that? Today. Yeah. I did. Uh, no, that's just what it is. And it just makes me dumb. Um, but that also means, like, I think this is this is definitely one of the best ones uh, because it, it is fun. It's it's definitely, like, fun. It plays with it a little bit. I, I like the whole I don't know him, but I actually do know him. Shh, it's a secret. And calling out the obvious uh, Clark Kent. And I like the, as the choruses move on, like, as we keep doing the choruses, there's, like, more people chiming in saying, you're, that's, like, you you know him. You've seen him. You look like him. Uh, and sort of builds up on it. And I don't know. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was good. I I really like the chorus where it's a bunch of people singing. I don't know where he got the voices. Did you Probably did you kidnap people? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, so so yeah. I I mean, overall, it's a great song. I don't particularly want to denigrate such a good song. Um, but no. I mean, if we're oh. if we're being nitpicky today. One thing, the first thing I noticed is that uh, repetition of the hi-hats in that sort of awkward beat. I don't, it was a little unnecessary. That's all I'm going to say about it. Uh, you know, a little less repetition with that, I guess. Let's see, what else? Uh, you know, some notes, not on key, but it's kind of generally... Like it goes with the with the voice. I feel like like I I like the way he delivers words anyway, so I can sort of forgive some off keyness, but it's there. I'm gonna say it. It's there. Oh, uh, what else? Um, yeah. I mean, it's really hard to criticize this. Uh, I feel like it's gonna be him and Marison in the final, but whatever. We'll see. We'll see. There's still plenty of time. Um. So okay, that's those are all the official entries uh, for round four. We also have cave dwellers entered a shadow entry as well as their actual entry. Uh, so let's do that one right now. Was remote. 
This should have been their actual entry. I agree. It's. I think it's not as polished as their actual entry, but if they had scrapped their original entry and spent a little bit more time on this, I think they would have been a lot better. Yeah, just toss the other one out. Just Basically. Toss it. Uh, it, was, it was definitely the more experimental of the two, a bit more interesting. I love the whole sort of like swing feel to it. Um, it reminded me yeah. of playing Mafia 1. Do you remember that video game? It's like oh my god, that was such a good game. It's like GTA for for the 1930s or what what right? have you, right? Uh, I think you were in New York or is that the guy? So Power? so you'd get in your little I don't know Ford uh, Model T and it'd start playing the radio, <laughs> and you would hear songs like this. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do more yeah, of that. They play, they play a lot of fun. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it. This is essentially I think my second time listening to it. So I'm still formulating an opinion, but I definitely wish this had been it. I got to say, in these later rounds, novelty will get you places. And um, that's that's kind of why I opted for uh, Electronica a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you are a thousand percent right. The Everyone at this point is definitely like, you've proven that you're strong. We know that you can make a good song. Definitely got to start breaking out and doing some new things. For sure. Yeah, other, otherwise people get bored, especially the judges, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is round four of Neuron Thirteen. Uh, do you want to do some rankings? I got a couple ranking notes. I gotta, I gotta think about this. There are so many. You know, we all kind of got like close to the finish line together. I feel like with this one, I don't. There's not really stuff that stands out um, to me so much. Music-wise, I can pick some. Lyrics-wise, I can pick others. Uh, Challenge-wise, I can pick some. Like there, there, there's not. I can't say with any sort of certainty what I feel about this pack of songs, and I'm glad I don't have to. Yeah, I'm very glad I'm not a judge this round. For me, uh, like well, like we, we were just saying, I'm hanging on to a lot of the a lot of what's what's novel and new. Um, am I sort of like in my top three and no, uh, just in alphabetical order? You're in there because you have that interesting little like Japanese guitar thing. I honestly can't remember what it's called. That was fun, and the, the Daylight Savings Time, again, personal note, that's why it's in there for <laughs> me. Like, Alchemist does that whole, like, Peter song and the callback and, and has that twist on the title I really like. And Von Vorten doing the whole, you know, playing on the, uh, it's I mean, it's the same person, the Clark Kent thing. Like, those, those are what do it for me. And I don't know if they're necessarily the best, like, musical songs in this whole pack, but they're the the ones I think that try something very, very different and obvious and are standing out the most. And those that's what draws me to them, for sure. I'm not sure I would say Vom Vorten veered that out of his comfort zone, to be honest. No, I don't. Um, I don't like, musically, I think he's pretty much in a pretty fairly standard. It's definitely the lyrical twist. He did a great job. Twist. Though. That's what's getting me, yeah. 
So if I did real rankings, maybe that would change, but I'd have to really, really dig into it. And that's not going to happen. So we'll never know. Yeah, I, I guess all I can say is who I really, I guess who I really want to see move to the next round. <laughs> that's all I can, I mean, I, and I guess that counts as rankings, but that's not really per se. That's like a, that's like a bottom four. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to see Mandibles make it for sure. I think they did it, you know. For for just having a guitar and some thin instrumentation, I think they do a really good job. And I just like really good singers, you know, people yeah. who can. Yeah, I think if I um if I had to learn an instrument and try and enter myself in next year, I would definitely go the mandibles appro- mandibles approach, which is I would I don't know any instruments, so I'd have to learn one, a guitar, and just sing on top of it. Definitely would be my yeah approach with all. I wish I could put which- cave dwellers in my top. But um, that's their ghost entry, so. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. But yeah, I don't. Otherwise, I don't know. It's sort of a. It's, we're it's really song, a mixed so pack. Gotta... It's really a mixed pack, and I. It's anybody's guess who's going to, who's going to make it. But yeah, I do think it's going to be Vom and Marison in the finals. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm holding up for. Uh, I feel like Carlos doing. A, Again, strong. This is like Carlos' worst round, I think. I mean, because it's not trying to do anything new or fancy. Yeah, it, another strong contender for sure. If he makes it through this round, he is a former champion. He will definitely be something to uh, fight against. Some some yeah. sort of enemy of sorts. Sure. Uh, but I mean, I still think pretty much everyone at this point, I think, is going to have have a shot. Like, it's especially those that make it to the next round. I feel like everyone is in a pretty strong contention for the, for the final. Honestly, I'm not sure if there's a real call. Marison, I think, is the favorite right now. Uh, Marison would have won last year, but had to drop out. They've for been robbed so many years. Or something. <laughs> um, I don't know. We don't know if they would have beaten S Cub. We don't know. Yeah, th- that's true. But otherwise, I, mean, I think I think everyone's in a, in a good position. Uh, but I think we're just all struck with the the slump, and I think it's really gonna it's gonna hurt. Yeah, and this this, this next round is just even worse. Like we're just gonna have a pack of bullshit. And that's right. So next round, round five, uh, the title is Hazardous Waste, and the challenge is Beatbox. So, yeah, I actually want to tell myself that I am a great beatboxer, which is not true. I think everybody but, says that to themselves. Yep. Here's what happened much. to me, Ben. I was trying to figure out my song last night. L- little story here. Trying to figure out my song, and, you know, I've beatboxed a little bit in my years I've played around with it. One time I told my mom I wanted to be a beatboxer, and she was like, why would you want to do that? That's disgusting. And um, Which is a typical mom story of mine. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you, you think you're good at it. Then you record yourself, and you're like, why is this idiot spitting into a microphone? What the hell is this shit? Uh, I'm glad I've never recorded myself. Because, yeah. It, that, it sounds better. better in your head. Let me say that for sure. But here's the thing. I was like, okay, I sound gross. I'm going to figure out what professional beatboxers do and sound like. So I pull up Top Hit on YouTube. You know, what's the world's best beatboxer sound like? Sounds exactly the same. Sounds gross. Sounds stupid. Oh, man. No, there is a guy. Here's a story. When Vine was big, <laughs> there was there was this guy who did beatboxing all the time, and he was amazing because he threw in all these like random sound effects. I should go find him. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll add the random sound effects, yes. 
Sure. Okay. The random sound effects, those are those are talent. I'll give you that. But the actual beat itself, hence beatbox, the actual beat, is not there's nothing special about your kick drum with your spit versus my kick drum with my spit. There's nothing. You you got nothing on that audible sound. And if you're recording it, it doesn't even matter. I will say I uh, challenge to Marison if they get this in time is that I hope they do uh, I hope they do their typical like electronic song, but it's all with their mouth. Acapella EDM. This is just going to be a round for the garbage <laughs> bin. It's it's a, a round <laughs> of hazardous waste. Literally, these songs are going to be hazardous waste. I'm not even sure I want uh, my song associated with my name. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I think this is going to be a great slump buster. So I kind of wish this that is not next a slump buster. This, this is a. I don't know. It's a, it's a, let's all do something no one thinks they can do. This is kicking uh, you in your balls while you're down. This is, that's it's what this is. One way to get out of a slump. It's definitely one way to do it. <laughs> Pull and yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> Pull yourself is, up by the beatbox straps. Okay, yes. whatever. It's the round that we're all going to do terrible on, and we're all going to be like, oh, we're all terrible, and we're all going to laugh at ourselves. And then we're like, all right, now we're near the end. We all got the worst we're going to get. Now let's do good again. So I have I have high hopes actually. I think the round. I think the only good challenge we're gonna get from here to the end is bring your A game in the final round. That's it. Nah, nah. I think I it's only gonna get worse from here. <laughs> it's gonna be some obscure fucking poem for the next challenge. <laughs> of course it is. And then it's gonna be like, uh, re- re- record the toilet. That's gonna be your challenge. Oh God, I hope not. If it's record the toilet and matchy matches matchy matchy is still in, I um might not listen to that song. Just uh <laughs> just put it out there. Just saying it right now. That might happen. Oh so. my gosh. Uh, Why am okay. I doing this, this to myself? There you go. <laughs> this has been uh the new ugly covering Nurain uh thirteen, round four. Uh you could find all the songs here in their entirety at nurine.songleader.com uh, you can also go check out the songfight board at songfight.org net. I think they both net, have net. links Damn to it. the forum songfight.net uh, we'll put the links in the show notes uh, otherwise you can find us uh, we live at podcast.songleader.com uh, we're at on twitter at new ugly you can email us at, email us at new ugly podcast at gmail.com we have a voicemail number 608-571-4940 that's right, and we'll also drop a link in for Bafo Yuck's dude's uh, song or listening party that they he does every Monday uh, when the songs first. Yeah, that out. was fun last night. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed it. I was uh, getting a little drunk and gaming at some dude's party. Uh, actually, way more fun than I thought it was gonna be. So good for you. Good for me. I'm fancy. So all right, bump, uh, bump, that's us. Bump. So, so until next time, we'll song love you long time, long time. I'm so fancy, you already know.